Dr. B.J. Baker with Still Telling It Like It Is. This is all about the kingdom of God. And I am so honored to still have my guests, my friends, uh, Apostle Marshall McGee and Prophet Randy McGee. And so we've been talking on the subject of suicide. You have to forgive the noise because outside my gardener is doing his job. So <laughs> any rate, um, we've talked about the, the uh, uh, suicide. And Apostle McGee was getting ready to say something last week. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you that the listeners will get something out of this. We thank you that they send in questions and that uh, even in all of this, even in all of this, is that we let the people know that we love them, that love is one of the most important things, that love is one of the important, important parts about all of this, that uh, you... Yeah. Him, and that we also too, too. And we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Okay, so Marshall, go ahead. Hi, greetings. I want to just read a, a statistic, if I may, just to kind of bring us back a little bit, just so we can get a great a picture of what this really looks like. And this is according to the World Health Organization uh, from last year. Over 703,000 people die by suicide each year. That's almost a quarter of a million people a year die by suicide. Uh, it's among the leading causes of death worldwide. More people are dying from suicide than to malaria, HIV, AIDS, breast cancer, natural disasters, or wars, and homicide. And these statistics are from the World Health Organization. Um, and anyway, I just wanted to kind of put that out there a little bit. Uh, the, only other, the only other deaths that are happening is abortion. Abortion is the next, I mean, is, is higher than the suicides. Yes. But it's the same spirit. So okay. I'm going to put that out at you. So good. Yes, I think that's good. So we can get an idea of the numbers. Uh, that is not a small number. That's almost a quarter million people that are dying from suicide, uh, and which is ultimately is a permanent solution. Uh, that sometimes I think people that perhaps didn't know that it was permanent. <laughs> um, but anyway, at any rate, I just wanted to start with that just to kind of reawaken maybe our memories uh, when we first started talking about this particular subject. Oh, go ahead. One of the things, that, okay, here's one of the things that I'd like to talk about that we as kind of thought, you know, on our last program, different people put different scriptures and different things up. And, um, you know, some of these people know the scriptures, some of these people know God, some of these people don't. All right. But God gave us, I believe that, um, I believe that God gave me my profession so that I could be, um, so that I could help those, I could use the word of God that's in me to release in ways that many pastors, apostles, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers can't do. Because it's just like, I know some people that were, uh, that, that ended up killing themselves that had gone through deliverance and deliverance and deliverance and deliverance and deliverance and deliverance. And people had given them all kinds of scriptures and they had prayed all kinds of scriptures over them. Am I saying that the scriptures didn't work? No, 
uh, we uh, we pleaded the blood. We did all of these different things. When these are things that we know, but the thing is, is this: the person is still dead. They have still taken their lives. They yes. have done that. So I believe this. I want to equip people. Uh, by the time we end this, okay, I want to at least equip people so that the pride of us won't make us think I can handle this for them. To call in people, as uh, uh, as Randy said last week, can call in people that can uh, 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 or refer people out, can call in those helps. And I think that uh, one of the things, and I'm just throwing all this stuff out here as a question kind of thing as to what you guys think about this or what how you sense it, is that what we need to do is that we need to have, you know, we have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, but I also think that we need to to recognize and and to have people uh, uh, in our in our lives and and speaking in congregations and speaking even if it's not in a main type service. But speaking in these things, letting people be aware of what's going on and how, what authority they have and how it is that we can help mankind. Because the scripture, for God so loved the world, he so loved the, the, uh, uh, the ethnos, he so loved the, the, um, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. He, thing yeah. in that this is why he came. So it's not just about believers. It's not just about how much we can shandalaba kangegeke evota. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's other stuff too. And everything that we have, the word of God also says, when you have done everything that you know to do, then you can stand. That's when right. That and 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 every, I mean, every every gift is. I know that I know that what I do. I know that what I do, how and and why he sent me back to school and and had me to do this. I know that it's valuable. Yes. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. It's a whole lot of stuff I know, but go for it. I think I think too. What you what, since you said that, also I think the other side of that is, we always think in terms spiritual, and sometimes we can over spiritualize things and miss things that are practical because we become we spiritualize everything or we make it spiritual uh, but if we can understand the practical part goes with that as well we can probably better serve a humanity and also I think this might be an area to talk about more uh, in some of those 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 gatherings that were in, at least drop a seed here and there because you don't know. Over the years, I can't think of, I can, can't number the people that have stood in front of me as we ministered out of the prophetic grace and I saw the spirit of suicide on them and was able to pray and, and walk them just, I mean, in a few minutes in a prayer line, but also direct them to where they need to go as a follow-up, whether it's their local church or their local pastor, because we travel. And so I'm not always living in that city, but I can direct them. But I can't tell you how many people that have stood in front of me that were contemplating taking their own life. And these are believers, tongue talkers. I just wanted to put that out there as well. Um, and even being sensitive to that and not being the Superman, as you just mentioned, 
Well, I'm just going to lay hands on you and cast that devil off of you. <laughs> and then they still end up dead, as you said, that night. And so we're not the Superman in that sense. He is. And later on, I'm going to say something. I think I'm going to wait right now. Um, but I'm going to just leave that one alone right now. Okay, go ahead, and then you come back with it. Because let me tell you something. The name of this program is what? I don't know. Still telling it, still telling it like it is. Okay. This is the thought that came to me. All right. God is the altar of all life. He declares the end from the beginning. Okay. Is there, would you think, or would any of us think, on this platform that the father would know that someone would do that. And I guess I'm saying it doesn't take God off guard since he knows everything. I hope that came out clear. What else? Uh, just a statement of truth. I think he knows everything. Um, but also I believe in there, that he also would divinely intervene, um, wow, to save us from that kind of destructive thing that, that somebody can get into, uh, which not, then that makes you wonder, then why didn't he intervene in this situation or that situation? And we're going to talk about that, but I can see Randy has something to say. So okay. Pass the baton. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pass it. I think if we could put the right resources in a person's hands uh, by either having a, uh, a hotline that they can call uh, because people are dealing with thoughts and thoughts can be very strong. They're dealing with thoughts, they're dealing with uh, illnesses, but we can give them the tools and equipment how to deal with those thoughts that are so negative and destroying. And, uh, and if we can do that, you know, open it up and, you know, as a church, we need to make that available so that people don't feel ashamed, but they can go to those resources and they can talk about it and they can get the right resources on, okay, well, I'm getting this, these thoughts. How do I deal with it when I can't get in touch with anyone? How can I recognize when I'm under attack like this? And so if we can educate people before it happens, uh, we, can, we can do a lot, that, that in itself will save lives. And so the, the question is the person who is the victim, usually they don't have the resources, they don't know who to go to, and they have been um, in a lonely position. So how can we fix that? What can we do to um, offset that? I think that's a good you know, there are a lot of suicidal hotlines and we'll have those numbers and things up there, but I don't believe that they all work the same. Right. Well, I'm talking about one that deals with the spirit and the So soul. how do you create that safe space then? Maybe that's the question. Yes. What I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is this. This is something that I believe that with us opening this up, that we want to open up and uh, we speak to apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. We speak to the ascension gifts right now. And you have someone in your congregation. You may have someone 
in your uh, uh, sphere of influence, or you even yourself might want to be on um, uh, be of of one of the people that are 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 able to help or to assist. And I <clears throat> I believe that right now uh, we need to gather those people and get together and I'll do, we'll, we can do a training, we can do a, a type of a thing on what to do, how to answer the calls and whatever, but I really would love to have you contact us and you'll see the, the number on, I mean, the email, uh, the tech, whatever it is, the www thing, um, you know, mteminc.org, um, and uh, you also see uh, Apostle McGee's number up there and all of this. You see these contact things. So what I'm saying is we need the help. If you feel that you, if you sense that God wants you to do something in this, and whether you're a stay-at-home father, a stay-at-home um, man, or a stay-at-home woman, or whatever it is, you notice how I did that, right? Come on, you did. That was great. <laughs> That was so inclusive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, or if you're a person that works, but you have these many hours a day and you would like to do something like that, I, uh, I would be more than happy to do a tra some training sessions on this, on how to answer the calls. And, and um, you know, we can create, um, we can create a, a, a booklet or whatever it is for that. But right at this particular time, the one thing I do know is that the 700 Club has a, a hotline or whatever for that. But th there's a number of different people and a number of different things. But evidently, they have, all of these things have not worked that well. They have not been that efficient because otherwise we wouldn't have the numbers of people killing themselves that we have. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you, I'm talking to, the, we're talking to the audience and we, we need your help. This is a... Uh, you know, this this is something that I believe that uh, it has probably touched every family that we're talking to, every person that's as there. I know it's touched me. I mean, I it 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 it's it's hit my life a couple of times, just not not too long ago. You know, last year, yes. a year or so before. You know, so uh, um, you know. Anyway, that's that's one of the things. That's one of the things that we're building. And I don't know if we're going to be able to run it through love and unity or how it is that we're going to do it. But I mean, we're open for these things because we don't just have these programs for this. We want young people. We want um, middle-aged people, old people. We want all kinds of people to be able, as I said before, we have five and six-year-old kids that want to kill themselves. Right. It's not just with a gun. It can be with a car. It can be with any and all of those things. So anyway, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for your, your. Go ahead and make your comments. No, I think that's. I think that's great that we somehow get some insight, even prayerfully pray into to gain insights. How do we create these safe spaces? But also, people, a retiree, you feel like ministry got away from, or you don't know your call. This could be a, a, an area to plug into to answer these kinds of calls, or at the least point people in the right direction. So this is a way to do ministry as well. And I think that if people know there are safe spaces, if they know there are places that go to, because most people won't readily admit, I've been thinking about killing myself. I, I just can't take it no more. And I'm just like, if I could just get away, 
you know, because people get overwhelmed. Uh, I get overwhelmed sometimes and I just turn my phone off. Uh, I just shut down to reserve, to preserve myself. Uh, and people just have to wait till I get whatever I need to get that I can get back in the game. And because if I don't, uh, I'm not compensated taking myself out, but I might go crazy in the head because uh, people's problems and the problems, your own problems can overwhelm you. And sometimes we got to find safe places where it's okay to say, this is what I was thinking about. You know, when my six-year-old granddaughter, when my son called me and said, dad, pray for your granddaughter. She stood up in class at six years old and said, I want to kill myself. I want to be dead. How does a six-year-old learn that? And I'm still tripping on that. Uh, there are a lot more of those than you can think. And so we, we have to. We can't just, just you know, have this yeah. as a subject. This is more than a subject to me. It's real because it's happening. And if a six-year-old can get that, what about the 60-year-old or the 16-year-old or others that are suffering in silence that this is just an innocent child. It's like, this is how I feel. And, and, and so it is, it's all, it's around us and it's a real issue uh, that people are dealing with in the world today, even in the church world, even in the circular world. So it's not church. People are not exempt from feeling like this or even taking their own lives. We right. see a whole lot of that happening. Here's one thing before Randy starts. One thing we should not do, letting people know this, you shouldn't feel that way. Come on. Yeah, that's good. That is a, that, that a shame-based thing. You shouldn't feel that way. You know, Jesus, he, has, he is the answer. Let's just pray. Learn to worship. I mean, we do this, and this person is saying in their head, oh, my God, I never should have said anything. Right. I guess I am worthless. I guess I don't have enough faith. I guess I don't have this. We got people, they're in vulnerable situations at that particular time. And then we come up and we do this. How in the hell can somebody come to us and ask us what's going on with us when they know we're going we gonna to throw, yeah, you gonna throw the book at them? Down the, the whole Bible and say, eat this. And okay. the tragedy is, Dr. Baker, they don't even live that way. That's right. And I'm so frustrated with you. That. If I see you and I'm looking at you and I'm saying, this don't look like my marshal. And I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to say, what is going on with you, sweetheart? I am here. If yes. I see your wife, if I see it in somebody and you ain't going to tell me, oh, everything is fine. I'm going to say, stop lying. Just stop laughing. <laughs> For real. We need yeah. that kind of confrontation. You can trust me. I will never tell anybody what you say, but I want to know what's going on with you. I need to know what's going on with you. You're valuable to me. You're important to me. What's going on with you? I mean, whatever it is, let me help you carry. That's right. Yeah. It's it's the it's this is can I just don't get upset if you're a believer, if you go to a ministry. But this is the stuff the church taught us how to be liars because you could not be vulnerable. So we people respond, oh, everything's great. 
and you're going through. It, it taught us to be liars. And most people won't be honest and say. And so, again, as we are able to create these safe spaces, when you think people can be more honest when they're asked, how are you? Someone asked me recently, it wasn't about, they're like, Marshall, you okay? Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, and I said, I'm great. And then they asked me two weeks later the same question. I said, I'm good. And when I got off the phone, the Spirit of the Lord rebuked me. I said, why do you do that? <laughs> this person, I, I function them to say that to you because they can help you. I was like, oh. That's that false humility, that pride that we learned trying to be this good believer, a great Christian or super spiritual. I don't know what to call it, but this is also the stuff that we have to dismantle. Phony, phony, that's what you call it. False, it's a false reality. And so this is the other stuff that frustrates the issue where people feel like they can't come clean. And we have to, again, it goes back to what we've been talking about, creating these safe spaces. Randy, give your input, please. Um, I agree with that. I also agree. You said something earlier about listening, you know, and not just doing everything else. Yes. And you don't have that person's undivided attention because we need to hear what, what's going on. We need to hear what is the root of this. So we need to allow the Holy Spirit to come in to give us that discernment because just listening to them and letting them tell their story the Holy Spirit can give us the keys to helping them. And so I think, you know, uh, you know, we're dealing with shame. We're dealing with embarrassment. We're dealing with who can I trust? And I think, you know, as ministers, we need to uh, come up with a group of people that can be there that can say, this is not going anywhere. I'm going to be accountable. Because people, especially now with the coronavirus and with things going on, people are dealing with real uh, issues That's and right. they don't know who to talk to. And That's right. especially ministers, we're supposed to have it all together and we don't. And so who can we trust? Who can we be accountable to? So if this is something that we need to talk about, because people are even going through in their marriages, but they don't know who to talk to. And so um, it's a trust factor that's involved here. But I think once we get started with it, we'll see good results. Yeah, I think that's great. This is what this is about. This is, uh, I believe that God birthed something at that thing with us in, in this subject in uh, Arkansas. And the, the thing is, is that somebody asked me, uh, uh, if you ask me how I feel, how, uh, hi, how are you? It sucks. Life sucks right now. Okay. Yeah. And you really want to know. And I, I, or I ask people, do you really want to know? Or is this just a nice question? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to know because you got to, ah, ah. And see, the whole thing of it is, is this. If I, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's like one of these things. Don't be asking me. Mm -hmm. Ask me that. Don't ask me. Just say hi. Have yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and do what you're doing. See, because if you if you ask me, then I'm going to I'm going to tell you. I mean, you know, it's like I asked why. Why do you want to know? 
do you really want to know? Mm-hmm. I mean, time I'm doing great. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, it's 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 all of that. Mm-hmm. There are some things, and you said something, Marshall, that I thought was really interesting. You said in uh, religious dumb Christian dumb uh, that I uh, like that dumb dumb. Um, what it is is that many times you talking about people going through. They ain't going through. They sitting in it. Right. Come on. That's right. They haven't even been able to go through it because they don't have the strength. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. was Moses when he was on Mount uh, when he was on the mountain when they were fighting the battle. Here yes. he was holding his hands and his hands got tired. Well, he had to have someone to lift his hands up. Okay. Many people are committing suicide by not fighting through this virus. Right. Mm-hmm. I hear tell you that there are many people that have just said, you know what, I got this uh, uh, this thing, I'm in the hospital, I'm having to fight this and fight this, and they choose not to fight. They're just tired. Yes. Come and on. A lot of times, I mean, you know, this is, this is controversial, but then I may be a little bit controversial, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the things of it is, is this. I believe that God allows a number of people to come home. I just think it's the wrong way to choose to come home mm-hmm. because of the darkness that's happening in the earth and how much darker it's getting. Right. I believe that some of them don't have the ability or would compromise and lose their 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 salvation, their sozo, their, their place in God denying him and I think sometimes you know and this is one of the things that we're going to talk about later on many times that there are 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 situations where God says I will allow you to come home I know that there's been people that are in my family that he allowed to come home and I said this happened he says this was the time that they could receive me and they could come out. If I had given them more time, if they had stayed, if I had not have honored what it was that they wanted to do, they would have been lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what happened with my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a lot of different things and there's a, a lot of stuff. And since we do pray, it's not just coming on this program, just going off on the top of our heads, but mm-hmm. this that's serious. I mean, so we talk about these subjects. Go ahead. We got about a minute and a half left. Um, I was just thinking even women that are just having their babies dealing with PMS. I know I dealt with that and um, didn't understand it, you know, but women that are having babies and going through, you know, this depression or whatever they have, you know, who's there to reach out to them in my situation I had nobody to reach out to. I had nobody in the ministry that I could talk to about what I was going through, you know, going through ministry, having children, nursing, and and dealing with the everyday pressures, you know. And so uh, that is so important. We're so busy talking about title stuff and general stuff that we forgot to deal with the everyday common things that people are dealing with. And we need to get back to that, you know, taking care of our everyday lives outside of our titles. Time's up. Yeah. That was great. With some more of this next week, we're going to have my special guests and friends, uh, Apostle Dr. Marshall McGee. 
For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and Prophet, oh. Oh, Prophet Randy McGee. Again, this is Dr. Baker J. Baker, still telling it like it is. And don't forget to watch my program, Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way, and Tell It Like It Really Is. Everything, every program I have will be Tell It Like It Is, because that's all I know how to do. And we thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing us to come into your home. And we'll see you next time when we're here to tell it tell like, like it is. is. Still and telling it like it is. Still tell it like it is. Bye-bye. <laughs>